0: Hey, it's NPR's Book of the Day. I'm Andrew Limbong. Really quick before we get into it. I just want to say thank you for being part of the pod with us. It is so much fun being able to bring these books to you and help you find the next book to read or just hear a different take on a big picture topic or understand an author's writing process. Now you probably know what's coming and it's true. It is only with your help and support that we can do this work. So please consider making a contribution at donate.npr.org slash books. Every day we aim to bring you some thought-provoking interviews or hip you to the buzzy new thing on the block in books world these books not only help keep you informed about all the things going on in the world around you but they also offer a very welcome respite when the world around us gets to be a little too much and you can help us keep that going for another year again that's donate.npr.org books thank you so much we really appreciate it okay on to the show Okay, I'm not going to lie. I went into today's interview being kind of a hater of the general idea that today's author promotes. It's with Neil Pistricha, a best-selling author and advocate for happiness and positivity, which to me raised red flags. You know, I'm not big on aggressive positivity. But in this interview with here and now's Jane Clayson, he kind of got me on his side a bit. He's out with a new book called Our Book of Awesome, which collects these little moments of happiness. And it's less forcing yourself to smile, like I thought it was going to be, and more just appreciating the small respites we get from, you know, the world.
1: We don't have to tell you that the news can get you down these days. Maybe you need a little lift in your life, or maybe you need a little awesome. Neil Pasricha has devoted much of his life to defining and sharing small joys. Neil is an international best-selling author. His latest collection is Our Book of Awesome, and he joins us now via Skype to share the happy. Neil, welcome. I am so ready for this.
2: I am so ready to be here, Jane. Thanks for having me.
1: (laughs) Glad you're here. So this all started about 15 years ago when you were in a place as far from awesome as one can be. Your wife left you. Your best friend took his own life, and on a whim, you started a blog?
2: I did, back when blogs were a thing. I started a blog (laughs) called 1000AwesomeThings.com, and every single day, Jane, for the next 1,000 straight weekdays, I wrote about wearing warm underwear from out of the dryer or getting called up to the dinner buffet first at a wedding. Just something small and light to try to slowly change my brain to focusing a little bit more on the positive. Uh,
1: And your blog spawned an internationally best-selling book, a TED Talk, and a litany of sequels. And then you stepped away. Why?
2: Well, to be honest with you, the first couple of years after the Book of Awesome came out, Jane, it was overwhelming. I mean, I'm being flown around the world to talk to royal families. I'm being invited to give TED Talks. I'm, I'm being asked to write The follow-up book and the follow-up app and calendars and all this stuff. And eventually, I just felt totally burnt out. And I realized I hadn't spent much time focusing on myself. I learned to cook. I learned how to dress myself properly. I learned how to go to the gym. And I started putting myself out there, i.e., online dating apps. And eventually, I met somebody who really uh, changed my life. And that Jane Kickstarted me writing things down again.
1: Hmm. And so that led to uh, another book of awesome why why now? Well,
2: I think we're at a mental health breaking point. Anxiety's at an all-time high. Depression's at an all-time high. Loneliness is at an all-time high. Suicide's at an all-time high. And over the pandemic, I gotta tell you, I felt at least one of those four things kind of bubbling up inside me at all times. So did everybody I know. So I turned back to writing down awesome things. Simple pleasures that we all know and love. So, you know, carrying the ice cube tray from the sink to the freezer without spilling anything. Or texting your husband to do something when he's upstairs and you're downstairs, <laughs> like bring down a load of laundry. And there's something powerful about the concept. It sounds so light. But the research by Emmons and McCullough says, you know what, if we can just share five small, simple gratitudes a week. We cultivate not just a happier mindset, but also a healthier body.
1: Okay, so give us some more of the awesome things all around us that you write in
2: your book. Sure, finally unsubscribing from that annoying email you've been getting forever. <laughs> when your kids don't hear you opening a bag of potato chips. When the hand sanitizer at the front of the grocery store isn't the extra slippery kind that never dries. Ah, uh, amen to that one, yep. And how about this one? Sending a private message in the Zoom chat and seeing your co-worker look down and silently smirk.
1: That was our producer Emiko and my favorite. Uh, a couple of others we liked when you finally get rid of that thing that's been rolling around the trunk of your car forever,
2: <laughs> yes,
1: feels exactly. like an accomplishment, doesn't it?
2: I know. And for some reason, if you're like me, you know, you go weeks without, without removing it, <laughs> even though you can hear that pair of skates rolling around forever. Yes,
1: yes. Actually making the right amount of spaghetti. Can I say? Many times a week. Many times <laughs> a week. And then from page 107, finding a lid that fits that stupid Tupperware container on the first try.
2: Absolutely. We go through life, Jane, thinking that these big moments are what's going to define our lives. The wide eyes and graduation stages, the father-daughter dances at weddings, the healthy baby screeching in delivery rooms. But it turns out that these little moments of awe, of appreciation actually fill up far vaster times of our lives. And if we can just pay attention to them, talk about them, laugh about them for a few minutes like we're doing right now, It cultivates a positive mindset that we know from research makes us more productive, more creative, better husbands, better sons, better daughters. And so, you know, for the community and the world right now that just feels so overwhelmed like me, our book of awesome is meant to be a little pill that helps us kind of enter into a better place. Uh,
1: Do you still have days in the midst of recognizing all these simple pleasures when you don't see them even now?
2: I absolutely do. And so for me, a big thing is actually getting the phone out of my bedroom. This has really been a game changer. Instead, what I start my day with now is something I call two-minute mornings. So when I get up, what I do is I grab a pen and a piece of paper and I write down, I will let go of, I am grateful for, I will focus on. What you're doing is kind of leaning into the body of research that says if we wake up and don't distract ourselves senseless with our cell phones, but instead cultivate a positive mindset from the beginning, then since the average person's awake for 1,000 minutes a day, what you're doing is you're priming your brain to be 31% more productive, have 37% higher sales, and be 300% more creative for the other 998 minutes you're awake.
1: Neil Pasricha is an international best-selling author. His latest collection is Our Book of Awesome. Neil,
2: thank you. Thank you, Jane.